You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast. Every March, we celebrate National Nutrition Month, and it's a great time to focus on ways to improve our health. This year's theme is inviting everyone to celebrate a world of flavors by embracing global cultures and cuisines. This series provides helpful hints on how and where to start with incorporating more culture, spice, and flavor into your plate. Welcome to the Fresh Focus Podcast. I'm Erin, a registered dietitian at the Portland VA Healthcare System, and your host for today's episode. For this episode, we are going to be talking about media and nutrition information. Something we see a lot as dietitians is nutrition misinformation. I come across it when I am scrolling on my social media, or my family brings information they have heard up to me, or even information veterans say they have seen and then ask me about in our appointments. With all the information being shared, especially for something we all have in common, like eating, we all have to eat multiple times a day, it can be hard to sort through everything that we're seeing. When it comes to our body and health decisions, many people rely on doing their own research, particularly for something that tends to be easier for us to control, like choosing what foods and drinks we consume. Science is complicated, and scientific research can be difficult to critically evaluate, specifically for nutrition Many aspects of the wellness industry are unregulated. These include supplements and supplement companies, people that refer to themselves as nutritionists or nutrition experts, social media influencers, etc. This means there are many people on the internet who claim to be experts but are in fact not evidence-based. So, with all the nutrition information out there, how do we know which experts to trust, or how to tell a credible source from a non-credible source. Here are some red flags to be cautious of when looking at nutrition information. First, be wary of articles that send you or link you to a sales portal to buy specific products that support the author's opinion, especially when any sponsorships or their financial incentives are not clearly disclosed. Second, look out for recommendations that promise a quick fix or other claims that sound too good to be true. When you hear a claim like, lose 20 pounds in two weeks, that promises a quick or extreme outcome and should always signal a red flag. Sometimes, Not always. These claims may work. However, they probably are not sustainable, realistic, and may even be dangerous in some cases. Third, be skeptical of clickbait. Oftentimes, we see the media make dramatic statements that may not be backed up from reputable research, scientific organizations, or expert opinion. A headline like, Eating chocolate will keep you fit and healthy is usually written to grab the audience's interest, so it's something to watch out for. Similarly, 
Notice information that draws conclusions from a single study or draws very simplistic conclusions from complex studies. This is something that we commonly see in the media. Complex science is often simplified for the sake of a clear public health message. But that simplification often makes things more confusing for people than it helps. Ask yourself, does this conclusion to a complex issue seem too simple or too easy? For example, a headline like, take vitamin C can prevent cold and flu, in general, a complex issue like the flu is not easily solved by a simple trick like starting to take vitamin C. The next red flag is list of good and bad foods. Labeling food in terms of good and bad can often be restrictive and misleading. We're better off viewing foods and meals in terms of maybe better and worse, remembering that everything exists on a spectrum. Therefore, a list that limits everything to good and bad isn't going to teach you how food can work together, how to be flexible with your food choices, and more importantly, how to have a healthy relationship to food. The same can be said for superfood lists that we often see as well. The final red flag that we're going to talk about is watching for information that provides non-science-based testimonials to support a diet or wellness products, like using celebrities or highly satisfied customers as the only quote-unquote evidence. Remember, anecdotes or testimonials are not evidence, and because someone claimed it worked for them, doesn't mean that a diet, food, or a specific strategy will work for you or is supported by the science. Make sure you consult with your providers before starting a new diet, supplement, etc. It's important to remember some people can maintain a certain look, athletic ability, with very little effort or because of their genetics. And they assume that what they're doing is the answer and will work for everyone. But that simply isn't the case. A poorly built nutrition plan, exercise routine, or something else is still poor, even if it's being marketed by a high-level athlete or other personality. Along those same lines, many people will start a new diet or exercise routine, have success, and then start pushing that routine onto others. Always remember that losing weight or getting in shape does not make that person a health expert. Much like buying a camera doesn't automatically make you a photographer. Their advice, like all information, should be received and evaluated with caution. Now that we know what to look out for as red flags, here are some tips for finding credible sources when you are seeking nutrition information. A good place to start is looking for information written by experts in the field. Check for authors with the MD, PhD, or RD, or maybe RDN credentials. 
Look at the author's qualifications. Ideally, they should be educated in the field of nutrition and dietetics and preferably hold a degree from an accredited university, such as a registered dietitian. You can also check to see if they belong to a credible nutrition organization, like the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Second, look for articles that cite their sources. A trusted source should cite actual published peer-reviewed articles as their sources, not just blogs quoting other blogs. Make sure the information is referenced with cited sources. On that same note, look for authors who will provide contradicting or at least acknowledge when the research on a topic is still new or maybe poor quality. Seek out multiple perspectives regarding nutrition advice and ask a nutrition expert about the source of the findings. Remember, to ensure that the information is current and informing, not attempting to advertise or sell a product. Use websites from credible web addresses. They may end in things like .edu, which indicates an educational institution, or .gov, such as a government agency. Any web pages that end in .com or .net should be reviewed critically with caution. Finally, remember, good information is collected from a variety of sources that agree on a topic or outcome. One data point, study, or personal experience is not enough to establish a strong correlation. Now, we've covered a lot of important information in this episode, discussing why nutrition information can be confusing, how to critically judge the nutrition information, by looking for those red flags, and what to look for in credible sources. If you have any questions, want support weeding through the nutrition information, or need personal recommendations, feel free to contact your local VA dietitian. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Focus podcast. And please like and subscribe to this podcast, rate the series, and leave a review.